Sunday night, 7 o'clock time for another edition of The Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry, that's me. I'm hanging out in Portland. Jim is in the studio. Jim, happy Sunday evening. How are you doing? Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. <laughs> I should have known that's where you're going to go. Well, well, maybe we'll get there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I guess. It's, uh, well, it, we're, 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 we're having, we got the tail end of the heat wave you're having, and I think oh, our I guest, see. I think our guest is on the, the leading edge of it. <laughs> the cutting edge when it comes to, to heat waves. Yeah, it's, it's funny, like, it's always one of those things that weather is the, the simplest cop-out small talk of all time. Oh, but I'll far. tell you, when, when Oregon gets hit with nine, like 88 to 92 degrees, everything shuts down. No one knows what to do at that point, which is it's very ironic for me, having lived in Phoenix for six years. Uh, but it's just it's fascinating. So those, those Oregonians, they do, they do better with the ice storms than they do the heat oh, waves? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, way better with rain and ice and all those types of things. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it, it, it's fascinating to see what happens when we get, uh, we get a lot to cover tonight. We do. Yeah, we got a lot. And I'm looking looking forward to all of it. So uh, what is the sports phone? So if you are a new listener to the show, let me kind of walk you through what's going to be going on uh, for the next hour or so. Very simply put. Sports Phone, this is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I are big sports fans. We've played a lot of sports. We've coached a lot. We've watched a lot. We talk about a lot of sports in our day-to-day lives. So we like to open up the phone lines once a week and bring you, the KZYX listening audience, in on that conversation. Uh, Whatever you want to talk about going on in the world of sports, as long as it is related in some way, we want to talk about it. We want to hear about it. Professional, high school, college, rec league stuff, uh, questions, comments, quizzes, controversies, anything you want to talk about, as long as it is sports related in some way, shape or form. Jim and I want to hear about it. And we want you, the listeners, to drive the show. It's always a good time. We've got uh, some high school stuff to talk about today, which we're also really looking forward to because we've been kind of waiting on that. Uh, yeah, and it should be a real good show. But uh, we have a guest this week, two guests in a row, Jim. I think we're getting back in in the swing of things. Having yeah, guests on back to back weeks. Talk about uh, stumbling over a guest. This this yeah, is this yes. is wonderful. Stumbled over this. It's a new one for us. Like some of the time, I remember. I remember the time we brought on the uh, the professional fishermen from Clear Lake, oh, yeah. and we talked to them. And it was like, oh, this is something I know nothing about, and I was <laughs> so excited for it. This is tied to something that I have that's been around for as long as you and I have been in, in on the coast. But I don't think we've ever talked about it before. But now we have a reason to. So with that, go ahead and introduce our guest. We have. Herb Stratford t- tonight, <clears throat> and I'm going to give you his quick uh, resume right now. Herb is now the is the acting film programmer for the Mendocino Film Festival, and you know if you grew up like Jerry and I did, Mendocino Film Festival, a couple movies on a Saturday or Sunday, a bunch of people drinking wine in the streets, you know that kind of thing, and all of a sudden we have a new um, <clears throat> director of the film festival. A couple years ago, her name is Angela Montano, and all of a sudden. You know, there's movies all year round. There, the the film festival is packed. There's lots of venues. Anyway, she has hired Herb Stratford as her film programmer for the Mendocino Film Festival. I did a little research here. Well, I read his email, and um, he's also the film programmer for Napa Valley Film Festival, the Vero Beach Film Festival, the Long Beach International Film Festival, 
and the Film Fest Tucson, which I believe is where he's from. Herb, you there? I am. Good, good right. evening, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good evening. So I think with this, we'll kind of start, I think the further zoomed out we can, we can start, and then we can kind of zoom in to why we, we brought you on specifically, because there was kind of one movie that, that piqued our interest. But can you give a quick explanation what your kind of role is for the film festival? Is it is it picking movies? Is it betting the movies? Kind of what is your, your role and how the whole operation goes? Yeah, so my main job is is to uh, is to, to, to hunt down and find the best films uh, that that we know will will be of interest, you know, to uh, to the community. And so, what, what sort of our mandate, and we have a sort of a small programming committee. It, it's Angela, the executive director, as you mentioned before, and then also Ann Walker is also on the programming committee, um, and Pat Ferraro does some guest programming. But we take a look at films all year long, and we take a look and try and figure out what the best fit is for Mendocino. But also, at the end of the day, it's about the best. Stories and what are the most compelling and interesting stories that we can share with people, and also that you know maybe they wouldn't have seen otherwise because they're not going to be playing in a multiplex, they're not going to be a big splashy Netflix title, they're going to be things that you know might slip between the cracks, and so we're sort of curating those films for the audience in Mendocino. Well, and so <clears throat> sorry, Jim, do you mind if I ask one? Follow-up? No, you keep going. So, so then I guess the, the next kind of step there is in, in your experience in this role, where do sports films fall? Like kind of what is their role in these types of film festivals in your experience? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because they're definitely, um, I would say, an underrepresented genre. Um, I'm a big documentary guy. I'm a documentary filmmaker myself. And I, and I think that, you know, we don't see as many sports films in the film festival world and i don't think that's necessarily because they're not being made uh it's just they have to be um you know either sort of high profile either you know who the subject is say a michael jordan or you know steph curry um or they have to have somebody really big associated with it uh you know as a producer or you know something like that and then they start to get a little more attention so i think you know back to my original point about what the best story is you know the best story can be from science it can be from sports it can be from you know music it doesn't have to be any one thing but sports are definitely i think having maybe almost a renaissance when i look at what has come out the last five or ten years in terms of documentary so let me let me jump in so people may be wondering you know we, we, we like our sports phone. Um, we like people to tell us they don't even like sports, but they like the sports phone. So why do we have the film programmer for the Mendocino Film Festival on the sports phone? And the reason is there's a documentary called, I believe I have the, I want to make sure I get the whole proper name, Stephen Curry, Underrated. Now, I think there are a lot of people in Mendocino and the Bay Area that know why Stephen Curry's movie is called Underrated. And I'm going to let you describe it um, from a sports standpoint. It's because he was too small, he was too slow, he wasn't quick enough, he was too small, whatever. But now he's proven all that wrong. He was underrated. Is, is that a fair, just really broad brush? It is, absolutely. But, you know, the thing about that is that in itself would probably not necessarily be uh-huh. enough, you know, to tell the story. Because, you know, you think about 
you know, a lot of people that, that came up through the NBA or the NFL or anywhere else, they were underrated, right? I mean, nobody thought Jordan would be who Jordan was, right? That's true. <laughs> you know? So, so the, the idea that it's, it's, you know, just somebody who maybe was not, you know, sort of highly recruited or they passed him over, you know, something like that, that's one angle to it. But what's so fascinating about this documentary, and people have a chance to see it on Sunday, June the 4th, uh, is that it's, it, it's sort of, it, this film does a double take on, on Steph, and it shows him coming up through high school and college, and then it's mirroring that in his professional career. So you really see how people have taken, you know, taken a shine to him and given him a chance to, to demonstrate his greatness, you know, even after he sort of, you know, let them down initially, and they still had faith in him. And that's what's so fascinating, is this is not just, you know, one part of his life. He's sort of continually proving himself, and you know, and also he's just a nice guy. <laughs> so. Well, so, socially, he's a hero in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. You know, and <clears throat> as LeBron is to Cleveland, Steph Curry is to the Bay Area. He's socially, um, in a lot of different ways, politically, you name it. Jericho. <laughs> yeah. So I guess then to kind of start at the beginning, what was this a movie that you were? made aware of was it on your radar and thought it would this would be perfect for the for the mendo film festival and and anywhere else you you might think it could fit or did did this come kind of come out of nowhere and someone brought your attention to it no you know i um i've been doing this for i don't know probably about 15 years now and and so i have relationships with a lot of the studios and the streamers and, and, you know, directors and producers and stuff like that. So I was aware that this film was being made. Um, and so I was aware that it was going to premiere at Sundance this past January. So when I was at Sundance, it was at the top of my list of things to see because of the connection to Northern California, but also because I'm, a, I'm aware of staff. And uh, we were talking before we went on, on air. Uh, the Warriors coach, Steve Kerr, is a University of Arizona alumni before he went and uh, played with Jordan and the Bulls, and then he became the coach of Golden State. So, I mean, I've been sort of you know, aware of staff and, and, and whatnot. So I was like, oh, this is, I can't wait to see this film and to see you know, what story they're telling. So I was ready for it. I went and saw it, and then I immediately went after it. And as soon as I heard that Apple had bought it, I was like, okay, well, that's good for me because I have a relationship there, and I think I can get it. And nice. they were very kind, and they said, absolutely, we would love to have you play it up there. So, so when uh... – well, this is a while back, but uh, when the, the World Cup was going on and Jim and I spent a lot of time, we were talking about that because I'm a big soccer fan. And I made a few appeals to kind of why non-soccer fans should care about the World Cup and, and, and should watch the World Cup. So I, I guess in a similar vein, and I think you did a really good, a really good job kind of explaining the setup for the, for the film, but is, what would the appeal be for a non-sports fan? It, is there something that you think they could get out of this and could enjoy this movie, or is this for, or is this just for Warrior fans or Steph Curry fans? No, you know, I think I think this really is for anybody. I think this is just it's it's almost one of those you know you think about what makes a good sports documentary, and a lot of times it's the underdogs, right? It's the people that come from behind. It's it's the the stories of you know battling the odds and the the good guy winning. Uh, you know, it's about it's about all of those things. And also, it's just about, you know, you've seen this guy, Steph, you've seen him all over the place. You know, it, is he really that guy? You know, is this an act? Is this just a, his marketing, you know, turning on? You know, because, you know, you learn about people. Sometimes they say never meet your heroes. 
I sort of feel like I want to meet Steph Curry after watching this movie. So that's the kind of thing I think, you know, I think, I think, yes, it's all about basketball. No doubt about it. If you hate basketball, maybe not the film for you. But having said that, if you're all about good people, this is a good story. He just happens to be a really great basketball player and a wonderful human being. Yeah, you absolutely. Oh, go ahead, Jim. Yeah, I just say how how many people have seen this film? Only people that were at Sundance. How 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 controlled is it? I mean, mm. we're we're watching everything live all around the world because of our phones. How controlled is this? Are only the people <laughs> that that were at Sundance are they the only people on earth that have seen this? Um, they're not the only people, but I will tell you, um, I will tell you that the, the big folks like Netflix and, and the studios and, and Apple TV who has this film, they are pretty tight with their, with their IP, with their intellectual property. We did a screening in Napa of, um, of uh, a movie a couple of years ago and Coda. I don't know if you guys remember that movie about the deaf family. Um, and I had five people from Netflix on the ground with infrared glasses. It was an outdoor screening, making sure no one was recording the film. Really? <laughs> so, so, you know, th this has played um, a number of other festivals, not very many, very, very few, because with their content, when they buy it, and they, they spend, you know, a pretty penny, I think Apple might spend a billion dollars on content. Um, when they buy something, they want to protect it, and they want to put it on their platform and encourage people to subscribe to their platform. So if everybody's seen it, you know, there's no hook, right? Which is why they don't drop seasons like Netflix where here's 10 episodes. They put out an episode of a series once a week to keep you hooked. So, yeah. All right. S simple simple follow-up. Then I'm going to turn it back to you, Jer. Tell us something about it. Come on, Herb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the, the big thing, really, I probably spoiled it, was that it's, that it's this duality where you're seeing, you know, the, the story of him and, you know, listening to his high school coach and talking about, you know, college games and, and the fact that, you know, you go into it and you're just thinking, oh, well, this is just a documentary about, you know, the greatest player right now. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's not that at all. It's more a, a real 360 portrait of this guy. So you're seeing what he's like off the court. You're seeing what his family is like. You're, you're getting a peek behind the curtain. And you're, you start to understand somebody because it's not all, you know, it's not all flashy, you know, uh, big, huge, you know, uh, you know, minutes in a, the final shot of a game. You know, I mean, some of those things are, they're iconic, right? Or, you know, somebody has an incredible performance. Uh, this is a more, a big portrait of his entire family. And then you're like, God, that guy is, you know what? That guy is, uh, basketball, is, he's really good at basketball, but he's just really good at everything else he does, too. He's, like, conscientious, he's kind, he's warm, he's funny. You know, it's all of that. Last question, I guess I have before we kind of wrap things up, and I just thought of this. So, how long does something like this take to get put together? Because I imagine at a certain point you're digging around trying to find old footage that whoever was filming it had no idea it might be used in a movie at some point down the road. Kind of what's from, I guess, like idea to something to watch. Is there any like common timelines for a project like this? You know, it's hard to say, and it, and it depends. I mean, sometimes content, like, you know, you, you know a lot of people, you know, um, they have, you know, meticulous sort of footage of, of, the, of the subject, right? You know, other times you really have to go digging. And, you know, if somebody was really a huge star, right, you know, then you have to get rights to all this stuff, which takes a long time and costs a lot of money. Um, but, you know, it's a couple of years, honestly. Um, and then also, you know, sometimes you start something and, 
you know, it cannot pan out, you know, like the, the, it can turn out to be, you know, not a story. It's sort of dead ends. The people don't want to be involved anymore. It's sort of a gamble. And so, you know, when you look back over the last 10 years, you know, a lot of times these documentaries about folks who are, you know, no longer around, right? So maybe it's easier to do those documentaries. You know, there's a wonderful new Yogi Berra documentary called It Ain't Over uh, that's just uh, starting to drop. And, you know, that's easier because, it, you know, the filmmaker, uh, Sean Mullen, he was able to connect with the family, and the family gave him access to everything they had. Well, there you go. You know, your job's a lot easier. Or if you're trying to, you know, sort of do a, a different doc on a less-than-willing suspect, you know, somebody that doesn't want to be the subject of a film, you know, maybe that takes a little bit longer. But it's, it's, it's a heavy lift. It is not an easy job to, to be a documentary filmmaker, and, because a lot of the times the story is told in the editing, so you really have to spend a lot of time. You know, there's not a script. You know, you've got to find the story in the footage and find the story in the interviews that you do about the subject. Jim, um, are we wrapping up? I'm good. Let's 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 wrap it up. Um, okay. Uh, go ahead. That so, last yeah, question, so Jerry. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, uh, and then we'll actually wrap it up. Uh, details for the film festival one more time. Any information you want to throw out there for listeners if this has sparked their interest? Yeah, well, you know, there's just there's so many films. Honestly, it's just it's it's sort of an embarrassment of riches. But we have a big focus on on music documentaries this year, also with uh, Little Richard and uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, so that's there's some really great things there. Live music performances, uh, John Santos Quartet and uh, Sonoma County Tycho Drums are playing. Um, we've got a Nicole Hall Center, who's a wonderful director. She's coming and getting an award from us. So it's just there's so many different films, and it's all online. Uh, you can get to our website, MendocinoFilmFest.org. And uh, it's June 1st to the 4th, and it's in Mendocino and Fort Bragg. And, uh, you know, we hope you'll come out and see a couple things. And, and you know, there's, there's really it, – it's interesting. I might share with you guys off air. Um, I might share with you, uh, you know, a list of sports documentaries because it is something that sometimes people forget to look. And, I mean, literally everything from surfing to tennis to bodybuilding, there's a great doc about just about every sport. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and so I'd love to, you know, help get the word out about some of these films because, like I said, we're in a renaissance now. There's there's things coming hot and heavy. Reggie's just dropping. Uh, uh, you know, that's a big one. Um, and, you know, there's been a couple of really fabulous tennis documentaries um, about John McEnroe and Venus and Serena. So if you're a sports fan, you know, it doesn't just have to be ESPN. You can go and see some really great stuff, um, you know, as far as films are related. Love it. Love it. That's All right, nice. last question. Is that the, if anybody that listens to the sports phone knows we like to ask it? Uh, we found out you are in it. You're in Tucson with the Wildcats in University of Arizona. You grew up in Chicago. A lot of opportunities for a favorite sports memory. Any? What was the first thing that came to mind when Jim and I asked you that question? First thing that comes to mind is is going back to Chicago to see Jordan after I had moved away. And we ended up with a friend who had a friend in the ticket office, and we got a behind-the-scenes tour of the locker room and the stadium and everything. And then we wow. had courtside seats, saw the man play, and that is—it's hard to beat. Oh, I, can, <laughs> so. I can only imagine. Yeah, I, I don't—I don't think there's anything bigger than that. That's on the uh, list of top Chicago ten sports, sports memories. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, well, Herb. Yeah, Herb, we really absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you for spending the time. Uh, if I was back, I would absolutely watch this movie if I was back in, in Mendo for it, but I'll definitely try to take a look at it when it, when it becomes available more uh, more globally. But thank you so much for spending some time talking films with us. All right, thanks, guys. Great to, great to uh, talk to you, and I look forward to meeting you. Thank you. Hello, Jer. Um, hang on a second there, caller. Jer, I've got Angela Montano here that called in. 
Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Oh, Jim's working with technology. We always, this always is a Can you hear me, Angela? I can hear you. So, Jerry, I wanted to introduce Angela. She, she called right in the middle of her. This is the person that is the executive director of the film festival. And I thought maybe she'd have something to add about underrated, um, just a, a um, we can't talk about money, we can't talk about tickets, but um, what's your, your take on underrated, Angela? Well, it's the one film that I haven't seen, which is why I made Herb Stratford call you and talk about the film, because I'm not a sports <laughs> person uh, at all. But I, it's been really fun to hear you guys talk and, and hear your show. And thank you so much for celebrating the festival and one of our films. And I do appreciate a good sports documentary. And I can kind of be, be someone who finds it all new because I really know absolutely nothing about any kind of sport. So I can watch a basketball film and it's like, you know, I've never really watched basketball. So in some ways I think I have a little bit of a leg up on people who are bored by it all because I find it fascinating. It's like a culture for me that I, they feel like I'm a stranger in. Yeah. And I would imagine you just kind of related to that. You'll come into this movie with a very different perspective than the guy that's the hardcore warrior fan that has season tickets. I think there's a very different mindset in what you're going to find interesting to learn about in this movie than a diehard sports fan. I think it'll be it'll totally For sure. Aspect. And I love a great character. So to me, like I usually come at it through the person and, and how they are and who they are and where they're from. And then the fact that they are so good at something and have such a passion for something is just sort of an interesting um, anthropology experiment for me. <laughs> and it's a good experiment for us because now you're going to be on the list of, I don't even like sports, but I sort of like the sports phone. <laughs> I do. I mean, we've talked about Hoop Dreams. It's just an incredible film. I think anyone can just fall in love with that film and the people in it. And that's for you sure. know, it doesn't matter if you're interested in the sport or not. Hmm. So I hope that the Steph Curry is going to be a similar film. I know he's just very beloved and just an interesting character in his own right, even though he's quite young. Angela, um, and it's, you know, it's a great local film. Thanks for everything really you did. Again, the Mendocino Film Festival is. June 1st through 4th, underrated, um, I want to say it right, Stephen Curry, underrated, is being shown at 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, June 4th, in one of the Fort Bragg theaters, the Coast Cinemas. Is that all accurate? That's right. That's right. All right. Thanks thank, so much, you guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Really looking forward to, to hearing how it all plays out. All right, Chair. That, that was film. Yeah. It's new. It's a whole new world for us. Like just the perspective. Of, I mean, I love sports movies. Like I, I talk about them all the time. I could. I think we could do best sports movies of all time every, every week. I'd be. I'd God, love we to do we that. did that a long time, time ago. Long time I actually ago. think Sally Brown from the video store started it all. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, no. You know what started it? Not to get totally off the rails here. Was the remake of Space Jam. That's what started it. Was when they announced oh, that they were going right. to do a second Space Jam. I wonder. I then. I wonder if uh, that would have been a good trivia question for Herb, a big big film guy, big movie guy. Did he know uh, where that theme song at the beginning of our show came from? What movie? There's a, a secondary again, trivia that, question. Again, though, Jim, that <laughs> song was not made for Space Jam. It was. It was. It was in existence before Space Jam. Oh, okay. That's that's All just right. what it's most commonly associated. with. <clears throat> All right, so All right. 
so yeah. so let me let me add something if if anybody has any specific questions um for herb or angela from the mendocino film festival or underrated uh stephen curry underrated the phones will be wide open in put what three or four minutes and hopefully they'll continue to listen if anything specific comes up that we can't answer maybe they'll call us back what do you got yeah. here what's next okay so we got a few things that we have to get through and we're gonna this is gonna be a little bit different because that interview went a little long, but I think rightfully so. Um, but we have a few things I want to get through, uh, starting with uh, our quiz question. And Jim, I, I have been scrambling with this quiz question a little bit because I know you like a good list. And I had a thought for a list uh, as the interview was going on. So I, I tried to put something together. So I can give you one of two quiz questions and I'll let you I'll let you uh, I'll let you pick. The first question is the one we discussed before the show. Yeah. The second one is a a list that is i would say an unofficial top 10 grossing sports movies of all time i want that one you want that one okay yeah. so again with this quiz question it was a little weird to put together i had to use a few different sources and kind of check things so there could so i'm 100 percent open to this list is not a hundred percent accurate but i think it's very very close let me so get... this is the top 10 grossing sports films of all time Okay, let me get the uh, let me get the bell ready here. Um, let, let me see if I can ring the bell once myself. Can I get Can I guess one? Yeah, go for it. Space Jam, the original. Yes, that Space Jam is uh, number five according to this list. All right, and I got others too, but I, I want to leave it. Uh, by the way, seven um, phone um, phone lines yeah, aren't open, but the emails are open. Why are the Yeah, yeah, emails are open. Uh, DJ at KZYX. Dot org and again the quiz question if you want to submit an answer there uh, use the subject sports phone looking for the top 10 grossing sports movies of all time uh, only other item of business and this is what I want to do it's very close to me and to Jim and then we'll get the phone lines opened up here for kind of the last half hour of the show we are into playoff season for local high school sports and it was a kind of a pillar of the show from the beginning, when we pitched this idea for this show to KZYX, we said we want to cover local high school sports. Uh, with the resources that kind of we have compared to what we used to have, we've had to kind of change the way we cover local sports a little bit. So we've kind of we've made more of an effort to cover it as it gets closer to the local or excuse me to the playoff times. So uh, brackets are out. Uh, we're going to be focusing because that's where kind of uh, the majority of the local teams are in baseball and in softball. But if you are of a, or if you're a fan or a coach or a player at a local sport and we of a, of a local high school and we miss a sport, uh, let us know. Give us a call. We, we'd love to hear about it. So, Jim, if you're ready, I would like to run through and kind of get the schedules outlined and give the shout outs that these uh, high school teams have, have earned that have made the playoffs. Can we put that on hold? Take a call first. I'd like to get this out first. This is All right. Important. Go ahead. Yeah. OK. So the way we're going to do it, we're going to start with baseball, uh, and we're going to go from small schools up to the big schools. Uh, so we're going to start in Division Six, which is the smallest high schools, and then we'll work our way up. So Potter Valley, the Bearcats, shout out to them. They get a first-round baseball uh, game. They get to make the long trip up to Eureka and take on uh, St. Bernard's up in, up in uh, Humboldt County. That game is going to be at 5 p.m. on the 17th, so at St. Bernard's High School. So if you are in the St. Bernard's area for whatever reason, up in Humboldt County, uh, Potter Valley is going to be playing a baseball game there. Great, great. So, so, so little old Potter Valley Public School with <clears throat> – 
it gets to play against the number one seed. Yeah, Pride they got their work. I, I wish them the best. I want the upset, but they've got their work cut out for them for sure up there. Uh, All right. St. Bernard's is keep, a, keep going. We got calls coming in. Yep. Uh, Point Arena. They get a home game, the four seed in baseball. They're going to be playing Making Waves Academy. That's going to be the 17th. Again, that's at 5 p.m. at Point Arena High School. So if you want to watch some local baseball there, uh, feel free to head out to Point Arena High School on the 17th. Moving up one division to Division 5. A lot of local teams again in this one. We're still talking baseball. Start with uh, Cloverdale, 10 seed. They get to head on the road, head to Santa Rosa to play Sonoma Academy. That game will be on the 16th at 7 p.m. That'll be at Doyle Park in Santa Rosa. And then a couple of lake schools, Upper Lake High School, they get to head down to the Bay Area, take on the Bay School That'll be the 16th at 5 p.m., so at West Sunset Diamond Field. So if you happen to be anywhere near there and you're a fan of Upper Lake Baseball, uh, you can head down and watch that. And then Clear Lake High School, they get a home, they get a game on the road again the 16th at 5 p.m. They will take on Technology. That is the 6 versus the 11 seed. Jim, questions, comments on any of those before we? we um, there's, a, there's a lot of tough public versus private situations yeah. going on there, but I did want to add that Jerry's listening these pretty quickly. We are going to follow these brackets, and next yeah. week we're going to try to we're going to find someone that's still left, and we're going to talk to them on the phone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and again, I, I know this is very kind of like a big <clears> list, but I, again, I, I think it's important we do this. These teams have worked hard all year to make the playoffs. And I want to give them the shout outs that, that they deserve. Uh, moving up one more to big schools uh, or a little bit bigger schools, Division four, a couple, just a few on this. Kelseyville, I think one of the higher seeds that we see, they're a four seed and they have a home game in Division four baseball against St. Patrick, St. Vincent from the Bay Area. So best of luck to Kelseyville High School as a four seed in this bracket. I hope they can make a deep run. Always good to see his team uh, make a run as a, as a local school. And then uh, Fort Bragg is another one from this bracket. Uh, they are a 10 seed. They'll be heading to Del Norte up in Northern California. Again, up, I believe in Humboldt or Trinity County. Uh, that'll be at the 17th at 5 p.m. Fort Bragg versus Del Norte. And that is it for that. And then only one other to talk about on the baseball side. Uh, Ukiah High School, the big, the big schools. Uh, they made a really deep run in the playoffs last year. They are the four seed in Division Two, they've got a home game against Vintage High School on the 17th at 7 p.m. Jim, that's it for baseball. A little bit of softball to go through. If you had a call that you really wanted to get through, I could take it, or we can get through softball real quick. Um, let's take a call and then go back to softball. Okay, great. You're on the air. Hello, caller. Hey there. That was a good interview. I liked that a lot. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Rocky for a movie, one of the big, big, you know, it had to be a big money maker. Which one? Rocky <laughs> one. Rocky one is according to this list, the highest grossing sports movie of all time. <laughs> with, uh, if I pull it up here with 967.6 million worldwide in ticket sales adjusted for inflation. I would have never gotten Rocky. I, I never watched any of those boxing movies. They're boxing Thank movies, you. right? Bye. Yeah. Thank Bye. you. And, and I will say, if there's anyone else trying to figure out what else is on this list, that's not the last time you're going to hear Rocky come up on this list. You know, it's interesting, Jared. I, I immediately, because I like lists, asked you to do this one. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing I liked about it is, is that... Uh, we were talking films today. 
Exactly. That's what uh, made me think. I, of I didn't real. I didn't realize yeah. that. Is there another caller on call? Well, no, there isn't. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Let's uh. Before there's another call here, let's go um on to softball. The uh, give softball their due. Yeah. Well, and for, as as you very well know, and I, I could talk about softball forever. It's my favorite outside of college basketball. It's my favorite college sport to watch ever. Like when you get into college yeah. softball playoffs, it's my favorite. It's so much fun. You know, such I'm good, I'm a major NBA sport. fan, and I actually like college softball. You turned me on to it. I like it better than I like college basketball. Yeah, I love college softball. It's so much fun. Go but ahead. we're talking high schools. So again, we're gonna go small schools to big schools. So starting in Division Six. Only a five-team bracket, but two of them are local, so we're giving them the shout-outs they deserve. Point Arena Softball, 16th, 5 p.m. They're going to be playing Emory High School. And then Laytonville on either the 19th or 20th. It has not been determined yet what the date of that's going to be. Uh, Laytonville is going to play Valley Christian in softball. So big shout-out to Laytonville and Point Arena for getting a couple of home games. Jeez, Jerry, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that Laytonville, Point Arena <clears throat> have, softball. have softball. I mean, Mendo hasn't yeah. had softball in – 15 years i don't think yeah it wasn't a, it maybe one year when i was there but that mm. was it it was like yeah softball has not been around for for a long time so mm. go ahead keep going yeah okay uh division five uh, again a little bit bigger we got our lakes uh coming up on this one uh well, a few of them upper lake they get a home game on the 17th at 5 p.m upper lake high school they're taking on saint vincent de paul the number two seed in Division Five is Cloverdale. Hey, Jared, before you move on to Cloverdale, what do you what do you think? You know how the size of these schools are. Upper Lake, for instance, remember they they made an incredible run in girls basketball. Mm-hmm. What percentage of the girls basketball team is on that softball team? Go ahead, take a shot. Ninety percent. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. Guess, 90%. Uh, Cloverdale High School is the two seed in this bracket. They get a bye. They're going to be playing on the 19th or the 20th. They don't know who yet. Uh, for longtime listeners of the show, this is a program that Jim and I follow very closely. One of the best softball programs in the Northern California, kind of Mendocino and Lake County area. Really, really successful program. Uh, Clear Lake, not far behind them. They are the three seed in this bracket. They also got a bye. So they will get a home game on the 16th or 17th. So two really good powerhouse softball teams uh, in Cloverdale and in Clear Lake. And just two more brackets to get through real quick. Talking about Division Four, Kelseyville is the eighth seed. They get a home game against Sweat High School. That'll be on the 16th at 5 p.m. And also in this bracket, I believe there was one other. Yep, Fort Bragg, they have a home game uh, at Fort Bragg High School, 16th at 5 p.m. They'll be taking on Piedmont High School. That was Division Four, and then last but not least, big schools. Ukiah baseball made a deep run last year as a little bit of an underdog. Softball team's going to look to do the same thing. They are the 16 seed in Division Two softball. They'll be taking on Redwood High School, the number one seed, trying to pull the big upset and, and make a deep run. That is it for playoff brackets, baseball and softball. If you want to check these brackets out for yourself, CIF. NC, CIFNCS.org, and then there's a bunch of drop-down menus to access the different ones. And as Jim mentioned, next week we will kind of sift through who's left, who's still in, and we'll get a couple players and coaches on, and it should be a good time. So, But again, one more time, congratulations to all the local teams uh, for making the playoffs. 707-895-2448. The phones are wide open now. If you want to take a shot at our trivia question or ask a question over email, D, the letter D, the letter J, I'm going to say it again, DJ at KZYX.org. 
put sports phone in the subject line and I'll see it pop up on the screen. I'm so technologically astute here. <laughs> oh, well, Jim, we got about 25 minutes left. What would you like to do while we're waiting for a call or an email? Um, this day, what is it? It's a 514 <clears throat> until yeah. we get, a, I'm, I'm going to grab a call as soon as anyone calls. But 514, May 14th, 1920, the New York Giants told the New York Yankees they were out of the polo grounds. You're going to have to get your own field, Yankees. And I'd say the rest is pretty much history. Maybe one of the most celebrated stadiums, Yankee Stadium. I think that worked out pretty well for them. Uh, go go build Yankee Stadium. I think that uh, I think that worked out. You're on the air, caller. Hello there. Hello. I, there was no mention of Willet. <laughs> I didn't see them in either baseball or softball, but I very well could have missed it because I was going a little a little quick. Are you, did they make yeah. the playoffs in any sports? I'm a Willite, but I don't get around much anymore, and I don't have a kid uh, doing anything with that because they're oh, all grown you. up. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I didn't. It didn't look like they made the playoffs for baseball and softball. Um, that being said, though, those are not Little the only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now that being said, those aren't the only spring sports. Spring has a lot of sports, so Jim and I kind of focus on baseball and softball. But there's track and field, tennis, golf. Uh, there's probably more that I'm missing. So it's it's absolutely possible that someone or some team from Willits is in the playoffs somewhere, but. Baseball and softball, which which Jim and I are starting with, uh, doesn't look like they made the playoffs for either. Of I, I got cut off here, caller. Um, okay, that's okay. Wait a minute, wait, don't don't. Curious. I, I, yeah, no, no worries. No so, worries. what was the nature of that year? Did we forget Willits or no? No, no. She, just the question was, did Willits make the playoffs? And it, oh, I see. It missed. You know, I just don't know what's going on with the games here. You know, usually, I'll tell you one thing. Back in my day, coaching for 17 years in Mendo during Jerry's time, too, is Willis was always really good at golf. I don't know why, but they always yeah. were. Yeah. I know. It's disturbing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you. I just thought I'd ask. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. Thank you Have so a much. Good old day, huh? Thank yeah. you. Hello, you're on the air now. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, no worries, guys. How are we doing tonight? Vince, doing good. Vince great doing to hear good. from you. That's the longest it took you to get on, I think, in the last uh, six months. Well, you had a 30-minute interview, and then <laughs> well, a 25-minute interview, which was, which was great, by the way. And then, you know, the playoff stuff, that's important. And, you know, yeah. you're only covering baseball and softball. Like Jerry said, if you covered all of them, we'd, be, we'd have five minutes left. So let me ask you this, <laughs> Vince. After listening to that interview... And knowing what you know about Bay Area sports and Steph Curry, my wife's going to be uh, out of town that weekend. Are we going to underrated? I'm down. All right. I, I totally go. Yeah, I totally go watch that. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's at the Coast Cinema, right? So that's. Jeez, it's your home I mean, court. I'll, 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 I'll tell you, I just went to a movie today. Take mom with me. We get the best seats in the house. Oh, that's right. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's, just an extra perk. <laughs> that's terrible, but whatever. That is terrible. Uh, okay, uh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw four at you, Jerry. Uh, we got okay. Moneyball. Uh, so this is where we get into this official and on. This was not on the list that I put together. Moneyball was not on it. I was very surprised by that. Nice try. Okay. Next okay. one. 
league of their own. Again, I thought it would be. It was not on this list. Wow. All right. Field and of this dreams. is sorry. Go ahead, Vince. Go ahead. Field of dreams. Same. Same answer. What? That's yeah, crazy. and this is where again, I, I, I think the the weird part about this list is the way I did it was I kind of I looked at like a bunch of different movie websites and then kind of like said, okay, what's common, and then kind of put it together from there. None of the movies on this list really surprise me that they are, but I think it also shows how many good sports movies there are because these ones you're mentioning were not on this list. We need okay. a professional no. here. We need Herb Stratford here. We need a professional. What are the high, highest, <laughs> highest grossing movies? I'm going to th- throw a couple more because I, I really thought those three would be on there. So three strikes and you're out, you know. Real quick. Unless you have ahead, another caller. Um, Days of Thunder. Uh, yes, that one was in like a tie between 12th and 10th. That one was there, yes. Too many Christmas. All right, uh, The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Uh, Ooh. I, again, thought it would be, wasn't on my list. What? All right, All right two more. Jerry Maguire. Yep, that was what, I had no idea that was a sports movie. That was number four on the list. That, that You didn't even know it was a sports movie? I had no, I'd heard about this movie, no idea it was a sports movie. I know it's it's about a sports agent for crying out loud. I don't consider it a sports movie in a way, but it's like Moneyball. You know, it's kind of that same genre. Last one, Sea Biscuit. Uh, Sea Biscuit was number nine. Whoops! All right, so I still got three. All right, I'll take three. <laughs> I got another so, guess now that we have someone on the line. I, I I got another guess. How about um some of the kids' movies? How about Angels in Something? Angels in the Outfield? Angels in the Infield? Any Angel movie? According to the Baltimore Sun, which is what I used for a lot of this, that's not even in the top 50. <laughs> Angels right, what, what, about, what about the Mighty Ducks? Uh, the Mighty Ducks were, again, not in the top 50. Are there any, right, good. Are there any <laughs> anything we'd call kids' movies there besides Space Jam? Yeah, I would say there are three. three oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, and this is where I felt bad about this question because I think it was it was really weird to put together. But I think I did a pretty good job. I'm I'm curious to hear the other ones by the end of the show. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, so, anything else catch your guys' eye this uh, this past week? I mean, we had another we had another sports day in history today. Jason Tatum goes for 51 points, breaking the game seven playoff record. That was pretty impressive. I'm a big fan of records that don't hold for very long. I think that's a fun little like subset. It's probably not super common, but like a record that gets immediately broken, not like a month and a half later. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like that. I can see that. That means that means, that means good stuff's happening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Phones are ringing. I'm gonna take another one on Vince. Um, shout back at us here if we got something else. We only have uh, 17 minutes left. Thanks, Vince. I'll listen in. Thanks, Yep. You're on the air. All right. I'm calling again. I have two more movies that I finally thought of the name of of the one I was trying to read. Well, you're one for one so far, so. Okay, Chariots of Fire. It's an old movie. It was really good. Uh, Again, if you go off the list I I put together, it's not even in the top 50. Okay, and what about Hoosiers? Hoosiers is also not in the top 50. Hoosiers okay. is not in the top 50? That was going to be my next guess. How can Hoosiers not be in there? Space Jam is the only <laughs> basketball movie. Oh, wow. Okay, well, 
You should have quit when you're a head caller. <laughs> Bye. You're on the air. Another caller. Yeah, how about the natural? The natural. That was... Robert Redford. Four, yeah, uh, that is number 43 of all time. 43. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm down the list of ways. Yeah. All right. I missed that. Jeez. Um, uh, Jim, I'll throw some, I can throw some clues out if you would like to. Go ahead. Uh, okay. We have no callers right now. The, the lines are wide open, 707-895-2448. You can email at the letters dj at kzyx.org. Jerry, let's have some clues. This is, this is um, <clears throat> I hope your uh, list is accurate. I, I know the Baltimore Sun is a very well-respected movie newspaper, oh, and okay. I use that as kind of my starting point for this. Okay, uh, and, this, and this is only about a, it's it's only about a month old. This this article, so All I right. think it's it's pretty close. Okay, so there's seven left according to this list. Uh, of that seven, two of them are football. Football movies. Them, oh. Yeah, two of them are football movies. Four of them. What the replacements? Are, no, the replacements is not on this list. All right, it should ahead. not be on this list. It's a great <laughs> movie, but yeah. So two are football, four are fighting sports. Uh huh. And the last one, if is an Olympic sport, a Winter Olympic sport. Ooh. <clears throat> that is one of my favorite movies of all time. And hmm. I was shocked to see it this high on the list. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I think that's that's a. Uh... Vince says there's five left according to his text. Hello, call caller, you're on the air. Um. Gosh, uh, it just jumped out of my head that someone about toboggans. Um, Toboggan running. Cool, cool, uh -huh. cool running. Cool runnings. One of the best, um, my favorite, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Is it on there? Movies of all time. It is. And, and I'm going to throw out, hold the bells. I'm, I'm going to throw out Brian's song. Ooh. Uh, I don't believe I saw that one when I was going through. And by the way, those okay. weren't, by the way, those weren't toboggans. Those were, um. Bobsleds. Bobsleds. <laughs> Bobsleds. Close <laughs> enough. Close enough. Well, we got there. There is there a sled. Yeah. yeah, that's like saying ping pong instead of table tennis. Though, come on, let's let's be fair to the sport. <laughs> okay, carry on, gentlemen. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Uh, got six left on on my list here again it's there's there's a little bit of moving parts with this uh with the way this list is put together but i've got six left uh two are football the other four are fighting movies uh for the top grossing sports so vince vince time. got rocky or or did did the uh did the the woman the first woman caller get rocky who got rocky one of our callers said rocky <clears throat> one, okay number one so let's throw out the rest of the Rockies. Is there any more of those in the top ten? Yes, Rockies two, three, and four. They're that popular, I, Jim. I, I am not a boxing fan, and I know how popular these movies are. I'm shocked you don't know how popular, or, or surprised by how popular these movies were. 
like there was the boxing stuff. There was the it was all during like the Cold War. There was all the Russia stuff. Like these are these are really really big movies. Hello, caller, you're on the air. How about Raging Bull, the Jake LaMotta story? I let's take a look here. Top fifty according to this list. Fifty. Top. It's not in the top. 50 it's not in the top to fifty. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you. Thank you. So there's there's four Rocky movies in the top fifty. No, no, no. There's four in the top ten. Top ten. Wow. If if you go back further, there's more. Like Rocky Five, according to this list, is uh, number eighteen. And then if you count the three spinoffs, because there was a spinoff series made of the Rocky movies, which are recent movies, uh, and the franchise was called Creed. Uh, Creed one and two are both in the top thirty. We started this show talking to a program director and a film festival executive director. We're still talking about movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good stuff. Uh, so I only have three left. One's a fighting movie. The other two are football movies. Uh, Jim, I'll give. I'll throw one out. A hint to you. Uh, you hate one of these movies. No, oh, jeez. Like, it, it takes a lot for you to say that, but you. I remember watching this with you. You legitimately did not like this film. Hello, caller. You're on the air. I'm going to let that one sit. Hi. Yeah, I wanted to speak of my brother. I used to be his, uh, you know, helping with his training. Could you, wait a minute, before you say anything else, you've got to turn your radio down. We're hearing you seven seconds later. Yeah, I hear myself as well. That's not a good plan. Anyway, my brother was... He was in Pony League, and they had a, a game, playoff game, and he was shortstop between second and third, I do believe. And uh, the announcer, there was an announcer, was on the radio and said, you have just witnessed professional ball playing by Lou Ivy." And he'd, he'd gotten everybody out. Nobody got to to uh, home, <laughs> but he nice. could get to home. His arm was so good. I just wanted to put that out. So this was a pitcher? He was your brother? No, he he was a, a shortstop. It was a shortstop. Yeah, between the second <clears throat> and third. And he was throwing the ball all over the place. Nobody could get to home trying to get there. Oh, the yeah. Team. No, it's a good – watching a good shortstop just – Scuts, vacuum up balls and get them over to first is it's really yeah, he was fun tremendously watching. good yeah. and and the guy did say you have just witnessed professional ball playing <laughs> what level of baseball are you talking about where did you watch pony league pony league yeah that's that's after you know what town uh, ukiah Wow, you tie up Pony Lee. Well, thanks for yeah. that call. That's that's a great local story. I just story. wanted to put it out because he was so damn good. <laughs> what was his name again? Lou Ivy. Lou Ivy. Thank you for the call. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. So, a star shortstop in Pony League in Ukiah, Lou Ivy. Did you, did, did, you, did you pull him up, Jer? No, I looked up, I've read a little bit about Pony League, but I didn't get as far as, as Lou Ivy specifically. I don't think Pony League is, is it still in Ukiah? I'm uh, not sure. I, I, mm. I was just kind of getting into it uh, before we kind of, before we moved on there. Hello, caller, you're on the air. 
All right. <laughs> we got three. We got three left. <laughs> this is serious. This is going to drive me crazy. Two are football, and one yes. is, is a fighting. Okay. Yes. There's another Are fighting movie. I I would like to say classier movie for football. I'm gonna go with Waterboy. <laughs> Do you think that's a classy movie? <laughs> no, I said I'd rather go with a classier movie, like oh. Remember the Titans. Oh, I got you. Go with I got you. Yes, Waterboy is number ten. And Jim, I legitimately remember you turning to me saying you did not like that. This is an Adam Sandler movie that oh, you did not like. I love Adam Sandler, and that's the one when he he used that weird voice the whole time, right? Yeah. I couldn't stand it. It's I, he he has such incredible movies <clears throat> that aren't sports movies. I, I I thought him portraying that 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 disabled. I don't know. I didn't like it. You're right. You're right, Jerry. Good memory. Yep, but yeah, Waterboy is, is one of them. And Vince, I will say the other football movie on this is, is, is on the classier side, for sure. And that would be the blind side. That is exactly the blind side. Yep, Sandra Bullock won, I think she won Best Actress for that for that movie. So is that the 10th one? There's no, one left. No, There's a fighting movie now left. Now we have a fighting movie. Is this a fictional fighting movie? Is it a real, like a... Uh, it's, it's a fictional movie? Uh... This is the remake of it is is in the top 10. The original of it is, let me see. The original is number 19. The remake of it is number uh, six. Wow. I have no idea on that one. Anyway, <laughs> if you have no other callers, we can just chat about other things. So I've, got, I've got another one trying to get in. I'm going to take it. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. All right. Thanks, Vince. <laughs> You're on the air. Thanks for waiting. I didn't hear what this guy was about a fighting movie, but is it a Bruce Lee movie? Ooh. It is not a Bruce Lee movie. That's a good guess. But oh. No, it is not a Bruce Lee movie. Bruce Lee's not even in the top ten? I'm surprised. I'm surprised. And I wondered if you thought that was a fighting movie. Bruce Lee's fighting. Anyway, thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 707-895-2448. We've got a good solid four minutes left here. Jim, if I I don't want to give it away, but I might I might have to uh, in uh, in a second here. Um, but we'll we'll see. Uh, anything in the in light? Do we have any other calls here before we, we keep going? Before I give this I, I give the answer away here. I don't know, but the way the phones are going right now, I wouldn't surprise if there's going to be another one. Before we're done, and I want to give them a, a, a chance to have a minute or two if, if they do yeah. call. But go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Oops, there um, is one. I so, told you. Yep, yep, let's do it. You're on. Yeah. Got four minutes? Beautiful. Yeah. Three minutes Perfect. now. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and go professional real quick. we got three minutes left. Yeah. I just got to give a shout-out to my Tampa Bay Rays, continuing a 31-11 and 11 start to the season in the toughest division in baseball. Every yeah. team – has 21 or more wins in that division. If they had five playoff spots, the AL used to get them all. So, yeah, I, yeah. What the, 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 the stat I saw about that, Vince, that I thought was fascinating was the Yankees were in last, but they would have been in first in every other division or something like that. It was something crazy yeah, like that. Very close, very <clears throat> close to it for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's insane. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fun stuff. And, uh, you know, Jim, your, your Yankees just – Took, you know, we split with them this weekend, two and two, so we're, we're fair. I know you like. I know you like the uh, 
the, the pro sports on the radio, Vince. But now, now that we only have two minutes left, I'm I'm good talking about. It. We're going to run out of time. But uh, um, real quick, Vince, the Lakers and the Nuggets. Now that we're so happy here on the that that the era of the Warriors, um, I think, is over uh, for a while. Well, anyway, I, Nuggets and Lakers. I will- I won't. I won't go that far in the Warriors until I see what they do in the off season. Sure. Uh, Lakers. Lakers. Nuggets. I think is a much more intriguing series. Uh, the Nuggets match up very well with the Lakers, and the Lakers match up very well with the Nuggets. Yeah, this will come down to people making plays. If Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole make plays, the Warriors win that series. So, does Aaron Gordon? Does Michael Porter Jr.? Does Jamal Murray make plays? Like, no, we know Jokic will. And we know LeBron and Davis guys. will, I think. Exactly. You think, who makes, uh, does Austin Reeves show up? Does uh, um, uh, Hachimura show, show up? You know, who, does Schroeder have a big series? That It's going to be the role players. I think it should be a fun series, just like I think Miami-Boston <laughs> will be a fun series. Yeah. No I way, think, no way Miami beats Boston. And, uh, I, and I'm saying Lakers. that since people have been saying that since the first round with Miami. Uh, my my <laughs> favorite little my favorite <clears throat> little nugget though, well, because I want to get this out while while we're running low on time here. Uh, this is the exact same conference finals that was in the NBA bubble three years ago. The uh-huh. exact same four teams. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. With, wow. I, well, I was going to say with similar makeups, but that's not that's not very accurate. But yeah, this, these are the exact same four teams that were in the bubble fi- uh, conference finals. You, you you could say if if it's Miami, L.A., which it was in the bubble, right? It, Butler, Bam, and yep. LeBron, A.D. So you've got the yep. four main ones. And how about Eric Spolstra? Yeah. Seventh Eastern Conference Finals since he's been coached the Miami Heat, and they've never really had one of those teams that should make – the conference finals, yeah, almost every yeah. one of those years. So my, great job on his part. Yeah. Yep. My uh, my last note, and then we'll wrap it up here. If the Lakers and the Heat play in the in the NBA Finals, it will guarantee the lowest seed to ever win an NBA championship, which would be very cool. Yeah, eight versus nine, wow. no doubt. Yep. yep. Seven yeah. versus eight. Yep. Vince. No, no, was it was it was it Miami and and the oh, Lakers? Oh, oh, I see what playing, you, right? I see what They're you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, we got to wrap it up uh, real Thanks, quick Vince. for the listeners out there to get that answer, and then we'll call it out. Uh, I, I shame on Jim. Uh, I'm only going to shame Jim. Wax on, wax off. The Karate Kid. Jim, you couldn't come up with that one? The Karate Kid. The remake of The Karate Kid specifically from 2010 uh, with that, Jackie Chan. That was the 10th um, movie? Yeah, uh, that was number six on this list. Jerry, we, right. uh, yep, we, we, we have gotta, less yep. than 30 seconds. Yep. Uh, let's thank, thank the film uh, festival. Yep. Thank you so much uh, for everyone from the Film Festival coming on to talk. We'll be back next week. That will be the 21st of May. Thanks, everybody. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM. KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM. And Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org. And consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.